Gospel Message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. The, the one who can reverse the irreversible. Can the Almighty God hear you this morning? Can He hear you this morning? Why don't you say, Lord... This is Janet giving you all the praise, giving you all the worship, giving you all the adoration. There is none like you. Forever you remain the same. You are the one who created the ancient hills. Beside you there is no other. Lord, you even know the numbers of the hair on my head. There is none like you. My words is like that of the songwriter. If I were to have a thousand tongues this morning, it would not be enough to worship you. Church, can you bless the Lord? Can you please bless the Lord? Open your mouth and worship Him. I want to thank you for the gift of life. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that the blood of Jesus can cleanse from all sin. Thank you, eternal rock of ages, that your word remains the same. I want to say thank you today, Lord. Thank you very much for my family. Thank you for the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Thank you for this community. Thank you for our leaders. Thank you for our general overseers. Thank you for leaders in this nation. Thank you for men and women that are worshipping the Lord in spirit and in truth. I just want to say thank you. Lord, I join my voice with your sons and your daughters today to say good morning to you. The Alpha and the Omega, the Lover and the Master, the Fire, the Consuming Fire Himself. You are the Lamb and the Lion. We worship you today. We honor you today. We appreciate you today. Lord, we acknowledge your majesty. Thank you, Father. Blessed, blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we want to say thank you. All honor and adoration belongs to you. Who is there like you, O God? There is no name we can use that can explain your majesty. No name we can use that can explain who you are. We want to say thank you for the gift of life, for answered prayers, for your word, for the part that's in the blood of Jesus. We want to say thank you for the name that is above every name. Father, please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. We want to say thank you very much for making today a day that you have made. Another chance for us to walk with you. Father, please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. It is written everlasting, Father, that the entrance of your word brings light. We pray. That even as your word will come today, Father, let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let there be deliverance from destructions in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be healing of all types of diseases in the name of Jesus Christ. Please glorify your name. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray, oh God, even for your children that has been faithful in their tithe and their offering. Pray for your children that are workers in this commission. I pray that the reward of obedience you will give unto them urgently. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Go ahead and give God a clap offering. Please. 
Amen. Before you sit down, I'd like you to help me to tell your neighbor, their neighbor. Good afternoon. On behalf of Pastor Janet, improve on your response today. Say amen when she says amen. amen. Say hallelujah when she asks you to do so. Amen. amen. Please be seated. I want to thank God for the life of Pastor Chris and Mommy Benle here. I'm grateful for me is coming home. My time has been greatly eaten into. I will still try and stick to time. But for the record, all the drama and the the excellent men singing took almost 10 minutes out, out of my time. For the record, I forgive you. So I'm going to try. I will try and still move with time. I will try. But if I shoot with, with about five minutes or so, you will know that I'm only obeying the uh, current obedience. I want to thank God for your lives. I'm grateful it's good to be back. Hallelujah. I have come on several occasions either because you have a national program or for the women. I'm grateful for the opportunity of being alive to come and be here. Being alive cannot be taken for granted. People have woken up in the night and told their wives, I will eat beans tomorrow and sleep and never woke up again. I have had instances where people have slept with their eight months pregnant wife and never woke up again. Not one of us can question God. So it's a privilege to be alive. Give God a clap offering for your life. Amen. Great minds think alike. My assistant who is with me today, one of my assistants, she's wearing a hint of red. I am wearing red. And we didn't tell each other. So again, thank God for great minds. Amen. So please allow me to stand on all other existing protocols so that I can move forward. Today I want to look at the victorious woman. Victorious woman. Our text will be on Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Hebrew 12, 1 and 2. Hallelujah. I'm reading the King James Version. Uh, please forgive me. It makes me feel spiritual when I read it. But I do also read other versions. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse 2, which will be my focus today, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Today I'm going to have some, a little bit of introduction. I'm going to look at only three points. Three points, and then I will conclude, and then I will pray with you. So that tells you that I will not be very long, doesn't it? Amen. Tell your neighbor, that pastor is smart. Because uh, I know some of you are thinking, right, if they brought her all the way from international, how many minutes does she need? Do you know, if we take out all the facade and what society tells us about the female gender, 
and you look against the negative, which means if you begin to look at the positive side of the female gender, you will realize that a woman is a good thing. Because you see, like the male gender, she's also unique. If you move away from what society says and what people say, and what others have told you what a woman should, could, may have been, you will realize that a female gender, whether she's your wife, whether she's your daughter, whether she's your colleague at work, a woman is a good thing. Created to meet a need. Genesis 2.18. Created when no other helper was found. Genesis 2.24. 2.24. There's an improvement on the creation of who this woman is. So much so that the Bible says that if a man finds her, he has found a good thing. Proverbs 18.22. Proverbs 18.22. So my first point, what is our faith? Our faith. Because you see, we're looking at the victorious woman and to be victorious, Hebrew 12.2, Hebrew 12.2 says that we should look up to Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. An individual, a man or a woman that will be victorious is someone that will refuse distraction and look at Jesus. Someone who is not looking at other people. Someone who will accept people for who people are. Give people the benefit of a doubt, but look rather unto Jesus instead. My question to you is, are you born again? Because there's been more to life. Because everything we want, we get. Okay, we may not get 100% of what we want, but most of what we want, we get. But after getting it, what happens? When you want a car, you get it, and then what? You want to be married, you get married, and then what? You're waiting on the Lord for children, you get it, and then what? So the question is, what happens after I've gotten everything that I want? Do you have a relationship with God? When the doors are shut and there's nobody there, can you speak in your heart and with your voice? Would God recognize you as his friend? Because you see, it's important. Romans 6.23, Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. Do you work with the master? And if you say to me, okay, pastor, okay, I understand. I am born again. Do you work with him? Does God even know you? Does God understand your voice? Does he know your voice? When was the last time you prayed? When was the last time you got up in the morning and said, Lord, just you and I, I just want to praise you today. There are people under the sound of my voice that if you were to speak, if not that God is God, he would have looked there and wondered what and who is speaking. Because the last time you spoke to him was a long time ago when you wanted a request, when he had a request. Do you have a prayer life? Do you have a time that you pray? I am appealing to you today. I am appealing to you. After today, 
create your own time, in your own uniqueness, in your own style. Create a time with God. Create a time when you actually read the Bible. Because to succeed, wherever we are, to succeed in whatever we are doing, we must look up onto the author and the finisher of our faith. Life holds no guarantees. Isn't it interesting in Philippians 2.12, Philippians 2.12, the Bible says that we should work out our own salvation with fear and with trembling. When there's nobody there and all the head tie and the beautiful makeup is off, do you have a walk with God? Please walk with him. Give your life unto him if you haven't already done so. Because in a few minutes before I leave, I will invite you to give your life to him. Or maybe to rededicate your life to him. Take advantage of it. So that when death comes, you will not be afraid. The life that we live, death doesn't come by age, or by beauty, or by style. In my profession, I have buried 13 year old next to a 92 year old. Not one of us can ask God, God, why didn't you give the 13 year old a chance? If you're already born again, please grow in his nature. Psalm 103 verse 7, Psalm 103 verse 7. The Bible says that God shows his way to Moses, but the children of Israel, he showed his acts. If there are two children, a 25-year-old and a 2-year-old, it would be appropriate if the 25-year-old actually asked the father, how is your business going? It would be wrong if the 25-year-old says, Dad, you're going to the shopping mall. Can you get me some chocolate? Did you hear what I said? How long have you been... Are you still asking him for chocolate? Are you still saying, Lord, just do my own. Give me the driving license. After the driver's license, I'll have a British passport. After the British passport, give me the... What else do you want? All the cars that you want is nothing to him. If you're really born again, do you pray? Does he know you? Let me move forward quickly because my time is very limited, but I'm grateful that he must have got a word for someone. That's why he made it possible for me to come. My second point is our sacrifice. The text we read says that the Lord Jesus Christ looked at what was ahead. He was able to sacrifice. Romans 12.1 Romans 12.1 says that we should present our bodies a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Ladies, please, when you go shopping and you want to buy an outfit, if you notice that an outfit has madness with it, please don't buy it. There's some outfit that has madness in it. It's a case of buy one, get one free. Those kind of outfits, when you wear them, all your cleavage is showing. So you're going to heaven, but you're sending people to hell? It's a good sacrifice to buy what is decent. Because many of us have girls in our hand, we have to care for them. We have to show them the right way. So that's what I say, buy one, get one free. When it is madness that is given free with an outfit, stay away from it. 
Ask your neighbor, did you hear the pastor? Our sacrifice is to present our body to him. If Jesus were to come, would he be happy with what I'm wearing? Our sacrifice is to be holy. First Peter 1 Peter 1.16, 1 Peter 1.16. Be holy, I am holy. What is going on in your heart? Some of you are thinking, very soon she'll finish. Who even brought herself? It's okay. It's okay. I forgive you. Because I've only got a few minutes with you. But if I get to heaven and I see you there, you look at me and say, Janet, you are the reason I'm here. And I'll give you a hug then. Be holy because I am holy. Isn't it interesting? The Bible says that blessed are them in the, who have a pure heart. Matthew 5, 8. Your heart. So he's interested in your body. He's interested in your heart. Some of us, we look at each other like that. What are you looking for? The person you are looking may not see you, but doesn't the owner of life see your heart? Some of us, our husband are saying, can you put on the kettle? If your husband can hear what is in your heart, he will not drink that tea. Be holy for I am holy. He's interested in your heart. (laughs) He said, if you obey me, then you are my friend. When was the last time you obeyed the Lord? You know, we're good at twisting things. God understands. And I tell people God understands, but the devil doesn't. God will move and say, but I want to have mercy on you, but I cannot go against my word. My word is that you should be holy. My word is that your heart should be pure. My word is that you should do what is appropriate, but I can't do what is against my word. Our sacrifice is also our evangelism. There are people that are going to hell because we didn't speak. Because we didn't give a tract. The person you are sitting to, next to, in the bus, it could be their last hour. I remember one of our sisters, she was traveling in between a, a, a town to another in Nigeria. And um, the bus man had all the music going. And she was preaching in the bus. And the bus, the, the driver rather, the driver said, sit down. We know people like you. Now, if you're an African, the general way an African is when we are even teasing ourselves, it looks aggressive. Even when we are joking. Do you know that they had an accident and the driver died? She said to me, I stood upon him and said to him, I told you about Jesus. The driver died. She survived. The next person you are sitting next to, in the bus, on the train, the person who took your money in the supermarket, you could be the last chance of salvation for them. Take advantage of that. It's okay to get to work tomorrow. For someone to ask you, what did you do with your weekend? Tell them, I went to church. And if you see the girl that spoke, She had one fine red dress like this. She told us about salvation. It may not sound right, but you're telling them the truth. You're telling them about salvation. 
You could be the last chance of someone making heaven. Take advantage of it. That's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice to talk less. We're good at talking. Particularly those of us that are female gender. It's a good problem that God gave us. Let all the brothers in the house say praise the Lord. Let the lady say amen. We're good at talking. We like talking. There's nothing you can do about it. So please don't try and change us. I've just been to the bathroom with a two-year-old two girl. That girl could not stop talking. She was questioning the mother in the bathroom there. I said, yes, that's one of us. That's what she just kept talking, asking the mother. The mother keeps saying, shh, two, two. I said to myself, fine girl. One day, one man will marry that one. Very soon. But ladies, I plead with you, please talk less. Joseph was in trouble because of the way that he kept talking. He kept talking. The vision is not there, you are talking. Everything, even when you don't have an idea yet, you are just talking. I have family friends like that. When they call me, I start cleaning. Because 45 minutes later, they are still talking. And we have talked about everything and nothing. You know, please talk less. Genesis 37, 8 and 11. Genesis 37, 8 and 11. The Bible says that his brother hated him more because he kept telling them his dreams. <laughs> you don't have to use all the credit on your phone. No. If you don't know how to talk, sit down and say, today I'm going to be praying in the spirit. Set an alarm for one hour. You will see that by the time you finish, you won't talk much. In fact, your husband will be happy that you talk less. Isn't it interesting that it was words that brought, that brought Samson into trouble? Delilah said to her, tell me, how can I kill you? How can I destroy you? Talk to me. So please, let's talk less. James 1.26, James 1.26 says that if you want to show yourself religious, then you must take and pay attention to your tongue. Pay attention to your tongue. I'm quite very weary of people who tell me about others because I know that you will talk to me, you will talk to others about me. The Bible says it too. Tell bearers, Proverbs 26, 20, 26, 20. Tell bearers, be careful. Someone who wants to tell you the information that happened, even the ones that is none of your business, they want to tell you, be careful of such. I want to also appeal, please, in talking less, social media is getting all our information and we are handling ourselves down to the devil and he's taking advantage of it. So you're wearing a pretty dress. The dress is five years old. You took a picture and you do a selfie. You say traveling. And someone is reading it, wondering where you are traveling to. Nobody knew that you're only traveling from here to the mall down the road. You just put travel. And the devil is thinking, maybe life is okay with you. You sit next to your husband. You take a selfie and say, me and my honey boo. Nobody knew that you fought yesterday. And the devil will say, I'm waiting for you. Please. There's a young lady in our local church. She just kept having problem with her work. Problem upon problem. She said, Pastor, the supervisor today 
pastor, the agent tomorrow. I said, you are the problem. She said, yes. I said, you are the problem. You put headgear on. You come to church. How is that headgear? You take a picture of it, put it on the Facebook. I said, you have allowed the devil to see and to believe that things are okay with you. So he's attacking your employment. What else have you done on Facebook, on social media? How can we guide our young people when we ourselves are the one that is putting our lives in the hand of the devil? The devil doesn't have information about you. You are the one giving it to him. And if he doesn't have information, if he doesn't have any intelligence about you, he can't attack you properly. So we are the one giving him all the information. So before you consider taking all your pictures today and putting it on the Facebook, be ready for the attack that will come around it. Please talk less. Let me put in the third point so that I can conclude. There is a reward. There's a reward. If you look at the text that we read, the Bible talks about the reward that Jesus was expecting. That was what motivates Jesus to despise and to give the sacrifice. So, there is your faith, and then you have the sacrifice. After the sacrifice, we have the reward. There is absolutely nothing you do for God that you don't get a reward of it. I started my life as an accountant, so I understand budgeting. I understand budgeting so much that you even have to budget for things like dry cleaning, glasses, and you break it over a month. You budget for birthday present. You break it over a year, rather. I understand budgeting. I did accounting. I worked in the bank for a few years. But budgeting and Christian faith, when it comes to money, they are not the same thing. So if you stay with budgeting and you move away from paying your tithe and your offering, you will suffer for long. It is not a curse. The truth of the matter is, the almighty God has reward. But prayer doesn't bring money. It is money that brings money. Tell your neighbor, pastor is telling the truth. Even if you don't know it, I know it. Hallelujah. God is generous. We cannot give our sacrifice and time and money for things of God. And God look and, and look down and not give us the reward. That's not his style. When you give sacrifice, when you present yourself, your body as a living sacrifice, when you give him sacrifice of time, when you give him sacrifice of obedience, when you give him sacrifice of evangelism, when you give him sacrifice even of your money, guess what he said in Matthew 5.14? Matthew 5.14, you become a person, a, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. The truth of the matter is everything we want is added. I've learned that in life. Everything we want is added. Provided you can stay with him. So let me conclude. Who is the person that we have a victorious life? A person that we have a victorious journey before we close our eyes in death. I like the way that Solomon approached God. Solomon decided that he was going to give God gratitude and sacrifice. The Bible says that God visited him and asked him, what is it you want? No wonder we read about Solomon not fighting any battles. He didn't fight any battles. The man didn't go to war. You know what he said? He said, there is no adversary or enemy around me because God has protected me. That's what I call an easy ride. 
I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, if you can give God and have a heart of gratitude, the little that he gives you, you're not overholding unto it. The little that he gives you, you give him a lot of gratitude. If your heart and your mind is with gratitude, you'll never lack anything. Be grateful for the life that you have. Be grateful for the freedom that you have. Be grateful and acknowledge God himself. That's what Mary did. Today we're still talking about Mary. The Virgin Mary. When she was told that she would have a child, something that has never happened will happen. She said to me, oh God, amongst all the women God could have chosen, he chose me. It's a heart of gratitude. Before you complain and say, my husband is not this, my children is not this, my wife is not this, my finances is not this, remember that you are not where you used to be. No. God has brought you this far. Perhaps you are not where you ought to be because you are not grateful enough. The book of Elders says that a grateful child gets more today than before. In Africa, where I come from, they say that if you are very, if you are ungrateful, you are like a thief. You are put in the class of a thief because you have no gratitude for what has been done. Psalm 22 verse 3, 22 verse 3 says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Would you stand to your feet with me as we bring this meeting, this section to a close? Stand to your feet with me. I want to ask you, as I round up, are you born again? Which was my first point. Have you given your life unto the Lord? I just want you to take a few moments of reflection, please. Don't worry about the young children that are in the house. Because I, I, I know that they are safe. But take a few moments and think about you. Are you born again? Does God even know you as his child? Maybe there's one under the sound of my voice. You know that God has kept you alive because of today. And you want to say, Lord, I want to dedicate my life to you. Or maybe I want to rededicate my life to you. Or maybe you want to say, Pastor, before you go, I want you to pray for me. I want a better walk with God. That's three groups so far. Someone who says, I want to give my life unto the Lord. Someone who says, I want to rededicate my life. Or someone who says, Lord, I want a better walk with you. I have been born again for a while, but I have nothing to show for it because my attitude with you has been wrong. If you're in any of those three categories, step towards me and let me pray for you so that I can, I can move forward. You could be in any of those three. You want to give your life to him. You want to rededicate. Title doesn't matter. Even this morning, I've rededicated my life to him because there are no guarantees. Nothing guarantees the fact that I will get home tonight. But if I don't get home, believe me, I will not go to hell because I've rededicated my life to him. I have allowed him to take charge of my life. I have walked with him and said to him, Lord, I am prepared to walk with you in light because the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ cleanses from all sin. Church, pray for yourself that you will make it. Should the Lord Jesus come anytime, Thank you, Father. Pray that you will make it. Everything we are holding on to that is making us to go into sin is not worth it. Please pray for yourself. Take a moment of reflection. Take a moment of reflection.
take a moment of reflection. Just you and him. Try and check in. Check in. Check in with the master. Ladies, please pray with me, Father. Have mercy upon my soul. Have mercy upon my life. I'm rededicating my life to you. Please save my soul. Forgive me all my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Help me to make it. Help me to walk with you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Father, we want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for this, your daughters. As they have stepped forward to come to you, I ask eternal rock of ages that you please accept them in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus is able to cleanse from all sin. Lord, as they step forward, I ask that you give them the grace and the power to walk above sin of all types in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, everlasting Father, that you give us grace to walk against sinful habits in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Please write their name in the book of life, forgive their sins, and let your name be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Someone please help me. Help me with them. Please follow this young man. <laughs> Amen. Please, I'd like to also have their names if it's okay and their phone number. I'd like you to please pray one prayer and then I'll be finished. The first prayer is Lord. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.